You're listening to The Fashion Detour, a show that provides insights into the minds of creatives within the fashion industry. My name is Michal Goldfein, and I'm sitting down with the creators to talk about their processes, their inspirations, and lessons they've learned along the way. Hi, everyone. I hope you're having a great week. I am thrilled because this week we have a special guest. Her name is Anya Lu, and she is the founder and designer of Anya Lu Footwear. How are you today? I am great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Um, I really wanted to share with people uh, why I felt the need and I just reached, we, we connected and how we connected, um, your story and your brand really resonated with me. What I love most besides for obviously how effortlessly chic the shoes are and how gorgeous they are is that, um, is that your brand's message of sisterhood and of optimism that really connected with me. Absolutely. Um, the brand actually started as the inspiration at my sister's wedding because for her, finding a beautiful pair of shoes was easy, but finding a beautiful pair of shoes that she can dance all night is nearly impossible. And that really triggered my thought process of, I should, I should be able to do this. Women should be able to have one pair of beautiful shoes that's both comfortable and beautiful at the same time. Oh, yes. And I think that's definitely something that everyone struggles with out there. You know, we think that beauty is pain, um, but that does not have to be the case. <laughs> no, not at all. And then you asked me what inspired me to become this footwear designer. It's what it is. is we always believe that beauty is pain. And there is a quote saying, strong women wear their pain like stilettos, no matter how much it hurts. All you see is the beauty of it. And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, not, this is like, this is the year 2020. Okay. We, we, we've, I think we're ready for beautiful, comfortable shoes. Like you said, that's right. And that's what inspired me to be the designer and found my company and have a different collection of footwear for women. It's just that beauty doesn't have to be pain. So have you always been interested in design? I was a chemical engineer in school and I worked as a chemical engineer when I uh, graduated out of college. So um, I asked my father if I could go to design school when I graduate from high school. And then he told me, I raised you. I don't want to raise your children. So I ended up going to um, engineering school. But it's really during those um, engineering years, I realized that, you know, most people believe beauty is pain. Even as an engineer, I might be holding the same title as all my male colleagues. But still, I wear a pair of shoes. I think it look good to be walking to the boardroom, to meetings, to the office. But I cannot keep up with them in the plant outside. I'm almost always trying to catch up to them. And I just don't think it's acceptable for any women. I mean, most of my customers are, you know, physicians, they are attorneys, they're Fortune 50s, they are pharmaceutical reps, they are real estate um, agents, they're all on their feet, and they all want to look good. And they, they should be able to do that 
and still be comfortable and not, you know, like you said, falling behind. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why, I mean, am I always wanted to be a designer? I always felt that there's a need in the marketplace for a different kind of shoes. And I always love art. I am a painter always. So it just kind of combined that my art background, my engineering background, I saw there's a need in the marketplace. I saw that, you know, for women, beauty does not mean pain. So it all comes together for me. So has art really informed your aesthetic and your brand? Absolutely. And then our logo that you see is the dance is a dancer. That is our logo. That is the painting of mine. It is actually a painting of freedom. I mean, she's not bound by pain and suffering. And she's like a symbol of joy that she express and move freely. And that's how I want my brand to be. And that's our logo. And it's a painting of mine. That's amazing. And do you currently still paint? Do you still explore your art? Yeah, I still paint. I still um, uh, explore my art. And when I have time, of course. And (laughs) running a small business and doing everything all myself, sometimes it's challenging too. So I don't have a lot of time doing painting anymore. But still, it's one of my passions. And I mean, you could definitely see the the art and the the taste level that goes into your into the shoes so how would you describe the aesthetic of your brand i always want to say it's effortless chic it's not trying too hard it's what the french women call it je ne sais quoi attitude <laughs> yes and i i was looking at at your shoes and you have this whole um explanation on your website about the the um the actual like the the foundation of your shoes like the 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 bones like of what the construction of your footwear so yes how how is it different from other shoe brands out there in terms well, of construction? our first of all it's made in italy and it's using an exclusive sacchetto construction which is a very unique um technique and working process that is the most authentic to Italian shoemaking tradition, that this construction takes up to 200 steps and require the most outstanding skillfulness, experience, and competence of the workers. Basically, as we, during the sewing process, the full grain Napa lining, Napa is a, ba- I want to say it's a baby goat lamb. It's the softest, uh, leather, mobile leather that we sewn together with the upper, like a bag. It's called a sack, is what Italians call it, a bag. And then because we kind of sew it together instead of glue together the components, you avoid using any rigid components in the shoes. It's much more time consuming and it requires a lot more skillfulness. So after that, without the hard components, rigid components, without the hard glue, the shoe becomes much lighter and allows the foot to move much more naturally. And then we put a breathable cushioned material between the upper and uh, between the linings on the insole to making sure that it's a last, it's a shock absorbent for the foot. So all of them together makes our shoes a, a lot different than most of the shoes you see in the marketplace. Wow. And I mean, I don't want you to give away your secret recipe, obviously. (laughs) But it's a secret sauce. But you know, that secret sauce costs a lot of money. (laughs) Well, you know what? I mean, obviously, it's it's not like you're going to... 
not to, you know, it, you, you can't just buy it anywhere. You know, if there's, it's, exactly. it's quality. That's, that's the main thing. Yeah, yeah. Most of that construction is produced in Italy. And only, I would say, 10% of any Italian factories know how to do it. And only 1% know how to do it and do it very well. So, you know, and it's very time consuming as well. So it is a secret sauce. But most of people, if they just want to have a fast fashion, they don't really care the quality goes into the products, and which is not the market that we are in. Yeah. So, and I'm sure you've, you, many businesses out there, they always, they, they do face challenges. What challenges have you experienced? Oh, I just relaunched on March 4th and I will just give you one word, COVID-19. It's like, what a time. I literally launched one week before, like, shut down. Oh my gosh. And how is that? How has that been going? I mean, thankfully you have your online presence. So yes, yeah, I have my online presence, which is great. We didn't stop working and we have a, a loyal followers that followed us throughout the years. Even during the years I was in hiatus, they, they coming back to me and asked me when I am going coming back. So I, I definitely could reach them as well. So I thought it was be, it would be earth shattering, but it's challenging. I think we can manage it. <laughs> yes, yes. And well, hopefully, hopefully it will, will not last too long. I, I try to be, I try to be optimistic. I do too. I do too. And I will say, I mean, it's challenging. I'm sure it's challenging for everyone, especially in the fashion world. But I consider myself very lucky because I don't have stores. Everything is online. We don't have to stop. And then our customers have been really patient. We, I was selling one style of shoes. Maybe you can see it on the website. It's called BB Pump. We were pre-selling it and thinking we're going to ship in um, April mm -hmm. because the pre pre-ordering was starting in March, but I couldn't get products in until first week of May. And I reached out to my customers three times and saying, we are very sorry. We said pre-order and delivery in April, but Italy was shut down for a month, more than a month. We cannot deliver until first week of May. Is that okay? And I was so amazed that very, very few people said, no, it's not okay. Everybody's really understanding. And it was amazing. It was a great support. Yeah, and it really does make such a big difference. And you obviously have a really faithful customer fan base. Um, tell me a little bit about uh, like going a few years back because you had opened and then you had gone through some challenges and this is your, this is your rebirth. Yes, this is my rebirth. So um, go ahead. Sorry. So basically, I mean, you, it, you have experienced some hardship in terms of battling cancer. How, how did that impact you? And, you know, how do you look at that moving forward? It was challenging. I think four years ago when I was diagnosed with cancer and gone through two surgeries, I really didn't know what would happen to me, first of all. Then I don't know what will happen to my brand or my business. Um, so I took a, a pretty long break, three and a half years of break. And during this time, I didn't really know that my customers will remember me or not. But they actually do. I have so many emails and even people text me on my personal Facebook accounts. 
asking me when I'm going to come back. And they will give me stories of、um, what styles that they missed the most. And to me, that was what drives me、um, forward. I figured I am still not old enough to completely retire and not going to work again. If I ever regain my health, I should find something I am always passionate with and love.、Um, the biggest lesson I learned is I want to stay with what I love to do, and which is design and drawing and art and painting and service my customers. What I hate, I wouldn't say hate before, was you know, I started the business in 2005 thinking it was a hobby. Business and I was so lucky that I、um, Nordstrom bought my first collection, the very first collection. That was like it was a dream from almost every designers. And we went to five, one of the five,、uh, five of the big stores that they handle, they have the shoes, and then we grew from there. I mean, in five years, I was in half of the Nordstrom stores, and we were over a hundred accounts with both Nordstroms, great independents, and great department stores. But that the business side completely took away everything. It, actually, I would say eating my soul. <laughs> I、no. from just wanted to design <laughs> shoes and just wanted to serve my passion. I was responsible for all the P and Ls. I wanted to making sure that the collection sells. You know, any discounts, any loss, anything, any returns. It really, I didn't have my my mindset correct. And so I think the business side consumed me, and it's really about when I was diagnosed with cancer, and I realized life moves on. You know, I there's a lot of things that you can let go, and then it doesn't have to let them consume you. And then there's always tomorrow, and then there's just stay with what you love the most. That's actually what、um, what really strikes me is we cannot be. All to everyone. Like I was a businesswoman, I was a mother, I was a wife, I was a daughter, I was a sister. I want to do perfect on each role that I have. And I realized you can't, you can't be all. You can't do all. It's okay that we are not perfect, and people understand. And then the most important thing is to take care of yourself. If if yourself is not well, yourself is not healthy. If you're not, your mind is not in the right place, then nothing really matters. Yeah, that's probably what the lesson I learned. That's a really that's a really amazing lesson.、Um, I think I could definitely relate to that. I have <laughs> four. I have I have four children, and <gasps> <laughs> wow, yes, and they keep me on my toes, and、um, and I think that it's you know you there's so much you know we try to be like superwoman and、yes. do everything. Yes. But I do think that, like you said, like when you accept the fact that it's okay, I didn't get through every single thing on my list that I have to do. Then, yes, you know, you feel better. It's like a weight lifted off of you. We judge ourselves the hardest for for me anyway, and then it will eat me alive that if I don't do anything perfect or a hundred percent, then I realize that I. Try to please everyone. The only one person that is not pleased is me, and it's not、oh. good. Oh, I love the fashion detour, by the way. Yeah,、it's、thank、so、you. <laughs> you know what? It's funny because I um like when I was thinking about my name and what I should call myself. It's just so true that every anywhere I go, and my husband could attest to this. That um, if I see a store, it, whether it's vintage or like you know um. 
we could be in like the Catskills of New York or, or, you know, any vacation that we've ever taken, I will always take a detour. <laughs> I will always say, I will, my eyes will just look and f- try to find. The, you know, the- it's sometimes it's those detours that we found ourselves again. And it's actually, you asked me the question before, what happened to me, you know, the last four years after I diagnosed with cancer. I said that was a life detour that I took. But that life detour leads me back to finding myself again. It's so true. It's so true. And so getting to the beautiful shoes that you have, um, I absolutely love the your gorgeous Paris chic collection. It's just, it's oh, filled thanks. with... It's filled with chic, style, chic, comfortable styles. This is a very hard question, but which which styles are your favorite? I actually love Fanny and Lilac. That's what we put on our homepage. <laughs> wow. And, and is it the color that, that strikes you the most? Um, it is definitely the color. Um, the lilac is very unusual. Um, I, I love it because it's very unusual and different. I love the slingback flat. It's really just summarized what is called the Parisian je ne sais quoi. It's not the American Kardashian with the five inch heels. I don't, this shoe just says I'm comfortable in my own skin. There's a French saying is, um, je suis, je suis bien dans ma peau. Is I am good in my skin. And I think that shoe just says it. I'm good. <laughs> it's it's a relaxing that- style. It's effortless, chic. I know who I am and I'm not trying too hard, but I know that I am different. Yes. And that was my favorite too. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh my goodness. It's in the mail. <laughs> I'm so excited. I am so excited. You don't, um, yes. <laughs> so Another pair, which is a perfect neutral flat, is the Amelie in pastel rose. Yes. So how would you style that for different occasions? That was a really good question. I think a little bit on how to style it. I said I will style three ways. And the first way is how we style in a photo shoot. Basically, it's just with another pastel outfit. You know, that pastel, um, Amelie is styled with a pastel skirt and it was a pastel top. So everything is pastel pink and it's really springy. It's really cute. So that's the one way to think of it. The second way is I wear with jeans and t-shirt because in a way that is a very simple shoe and it's not trying too hard i mean it will look fantastic with just a pair of jeans any top that you want so that will be the second way casual yes third way i will wear it as a pop of color among all the blacks and neutrals i mean for me if i have a, a black dress or a black outfit i will wear the emily in pink why not it's a pop of color like a lipstick Yes. And I mean, it's so great. You know, you don't have to be crazy. You don't have to be loud. But if you just the shoe is just like, that's your statement piece. I think exactly. Exactly. It's a jewelry. It's an accessory for the outfit. So um, there's three ways to to wear it. Basically summarize, wear it whatever you want. (laughs) It's that versatile. Yes. Wear wear it with a floral maxi dress. Wear it with a white, you know, linen, um, breezy tank top or blouse or whatever, you know, like you said, it's just really versatile. Exactly. I mean, it's a pastel pink, but it's a, it's a very, um, easy color, I think. 
you can pull it off. You think yeah. of it as a pink neutral. Yeah, and I think it's interesting because these days, uh, thank goodness, you know, um, neutral is has expanded his its horizons. You know, you could even wear, you could take a leopard shoe and be a neutral, you know? You could take, True. you know, obviously, you know, but in terms of color, like the, like the lilac or even a, a light blue, that you're showing in your um the alicante i hope i'm saying this right the alicante 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 kitty that's the that's like a little um mule right Mm -hmm. it's a little slide a slide a heel slide so those colors really like you said you know you could really wear it with so many other colors and it's 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 like the new neutral for sure it is definitely a new neutral we wear it with a pair of jeans it cannot be more neutral and casual than jeans <laughs> so the the alicante kitty right that is yeah. how would you style that i will style the same way as i style the pink emily i will style the same way as i view the fanny in lilac I think those pastel colors is so versatile that you can really wear however you want. Just like you said, a really a floral dress, you know, you can wear with linen white, you can wear with just a pair of jeans, you can wear it all tonal, outfit, black, neutral, whatever, and then just pop it with the color. I would say just wear it like accessory too. I mean, think of a necklace, you know, think of it as a pair of earrings. Right. Just, you just throw it on and, and you go. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and you have a... You know, you can wear all black and wear that. Why not? So you have amazing loafers as well, which is great because, you know, you could, you could wear them to a meeting. You could wear them to work. You could wear them on the weekend. So what caused you to include those in your collection? Oh, I have a saying. If it takes me more than 20 seconds to put on a shoe, forget it. I am busy. <laughs> it's really slip on and go. And yes. to me, you know, if we have to think too much about what to wear and then what to pair with, I think it, I mean, as a mom, you, know, you understand you have four kids. You don't have that. Or as a businesswoman or as, as a mom and a businesswoman as a wife, if I have to think more than, you know, a minute or two, it's too long. If I have to put on the shoes and spend five minutes to, to put on my pair of shoes, it's too much. So my thinking on this collection is just effortless chic. You know, we think about the colors for you. We think about the styles for you. We think about the constructions for you and put it all together and make it the most effortless um, shoes that you can wear you don't have to spend too hard thinking what to wear with you don't have to spend too hard at the door trying to put the shoes on you don't have to spend too hard on in the car or on the road because they hurt your feet we hope that we put enough thought into the design that so you don't have to worry about it yes well you're thankfully you are there and you're taking care of us (laughs) That's right. And that's actually our goal is we figure out all the hard questions beforehand to put this collection together. So you don't have to worry. <laughs> and the Venice is a beautiful shoe. It's, um, it's has the black with woven detail. It's so sophisticated, but still it doesn't feel like too, 
what's the word like out of reach unattainable where where would a woman wear these shoes where do you see her wearing them i will suggest she wear that shoe like she wear any of her normal black pumps Anywhere. Yes and and even even you know she could wear it like out to dinner like you said anywhere that she would wear a black pump or to work That's right anywhere that she will think that she can wear a black pump she can wear venice and all those colorful straps is just accessories on the shoe it's still a black pump and just think about it instead of just wearing a normal black pump you have so many more fun elements that you can play with it really pops your outfit it makes it different and unique maybe it makes a conversation piece but ultimately wear it just like any other black pump yes and i office, i to dinner to cocktails anywhere and i love how you you showed it on your website i think it's like paired with a like a soft plaid skirt like a pencil yeah. skirt which was just so you know i i just love the i just love how sophisticated it looks but again it's just that it has so many interesting details that Great. You know, it makes I mean, it that, special definitely it's an unusual way we pair it but think of it you can pair it with a pair of black slacks you can pair with a plaid slacks you can pair with any length of skirts you can pair with a suit i mean you can even pair with jeans and t-shirt if you want so it's it's that versatile don't let the the multicolor straps distract you in a way of how much wearability they has it really just a, it serves the same purpose as a black pump more fun more yes <laughs> <laughs> and it has that strap like in the it, it has like an interesting strap in the front also not just like in the back it's a secret in the design actually if you look at that shoe carefully we have two buckles a lot of times those sling backs are hard to fit people's feet because a lot of times that curve on the back of the foot above your heel some people have it very curved in some people have it very straight so if that's that little sling back heel if that doesn't have any adjustability it's really difficult difficult to fit everyone and we put the buckle and the elastic there so making sure our um sling back fit almost everyone and then the top with the instep is another functionality too because i hear so many times people says i slip out of my 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 shoes people were telling me oh the right shoe fit perfectly but the left shoe is just a little too big i slip off it i was say you know there's no perfect symmetry in our human body <laughs> there are people who have one eye smaller than the other there's no uh, nobody have exactly perfect of anything left and right but we built in that kind of buckles and elastics to making sure we give the engineering thoughts into the shoes and how to fit your feet so you don't have to worry about it not only because it's a design element it's actually a functionality element in it and it is our best selling shoe wow and and i mean it's it's clear that you are very focused on the attention to detail it's amazing not only do you have beautiful shoes you also have luxurious scarves like the lake como scarf in uh -huh. python it's a python print so yes. what what caused this um addition to your collection to not just have the shoes but to have the scarves and then you also have um a beautiful cardigan as well so what caused yes. this addition those are the essential travel travel pieces that i own myself <laughs> and i figured if i love them so much when i'm traveling 
I definitely have to let my customers have them as well. There's a story behind the scarf. Actually, I launched the scarf during the last collection of four years ago. I found this beautiful scarf uh, manufacturer in Lake Como that I absolutely fell in love with. It's like generation, hundred year old um, weaving. Um, factories in Lake Como, and then they produced um, two, oh, actually three exquisite scarves for me four years ago. And I own them myself, and I take them everywhere I go when I travel. Um, I went to Turkey probably. Ten times in the last five years, and you know Turkey is a quite a conservative、um, Islamic country, so scarf is almost required. Not only required for the weather or travel, because I'm always cold on the plane, but if I have to、um, visit a mosque, it's a must-have. And I love them so much. And unfortunately, I lost my scarf in Morocco when I was traveling to Morocco two years ago. I couldn't find any scarves in the marketplace that could replace it. So I went back to the scarf. Factories in Lake Como says you have to do this for me <laughs> because I love it so much. I cannot live without. <laughs> oh my goodness! And they I... said just that one for you. I mean, that <laughs> was especially for you. <laughs> and I was like, fine, I will buy a batch. <laughs> wow! And do you feel like people really are receptive to you know the other you know like like the scarf and the cardigan? You feel like they they really are enjoying it. I think so too. I think so too. We definitely are selling them. Of course, this is a very special time. Not many people are traveling right now. <laughs> yes, but it's always good to have a scarf if it gets windy. If exactly, and then I am from the Bay Area,、um, and you know the Bay Area is all about layering when you are getting dressed. You never know. It may be hot, you know, during afternoon or noon time, but it will definitely get cold at night when you're going out for a cocktail. So I love the scarves always, and then the cardigan. We can do it with the belt. We can do it without the belt. I mean, it's really foldable. It's really I love knit more than、um, woven pieces because they are so flexible. They fit every figures, and they're easy to pack and unfold. I love them. They are my travel essentials. Ah,、uh, I wish I I wish I had one of those scars. I was recently in Thailand, actually,、right. uh -huh. and it was I mean it was such an amazing trip. And I was there with my husband for two weeks.、Um, wow, where did you go? Chiang Mai or Bangkok or the we islands? Were, so we were in Bangkok for about. Uh, like three days, and、mm -hmm. then we went to、um, Phuket, and、uh -huh. we also like drove, you know, up up from from Phuket. We basically drove back up to Bangkok, but we stopped along the way at different beaches, and you know, we got to experience like the. You know the quieter side of the island, not so much you know with the tourism, and it was just、mm -hmm. it was incredible. It was just so amazing, and it it's true. Like you know when you travel, first of all, I was so proud of myself that I didn't you know pack a huge amount of clothing this time <laughs> because you know us women we we always like to have our options,、um, yes. and I think that you know it would have been. Smarter for me to pack like a scarf, like what you carry, or even just 
like you said, like a cardigan, um, because you never know what's going, you know, what the weather's going to be like. And that way you're prepared for anything. That's right. That's right. And that's really the inspiration of why I introduced other accessories like the scarves, like the cardigans in my collection, other than shoes, because it's my own travel experience. I travel so much. And I know that those kind of multitasking pieces will really help on not only you don't have to pack a huge suitcase, but there's occasions that you need them. I mean, on the plane, doesn't matter you travel on the summer or in the winter. On the plane, especially those international trips, they're always so cold. I'm always the one asking for the flight attendants, can I have two blankets, please? (laughs) I'm the same way. I am the same way. (laughs) And you, not only, I mean, you have beautiful, um, you know, flax and loafers. You also have the the dancer sneaker in the dusty rose, um, Uh which is great. It's great with a denim look. It's great with the floral garden dress. Uh, It's it seems very important to you to just have shoes that women can wear in any aspect of their lives. Absolutely. Has that always, you know, been something important to you? Oh, yes. I mean, I'm a Sagittarius. I'm always on the road. I always call myself the nomads. And then I was just (laughs) in Bali probably in the whole entire month of January. And I packed one suitcase and one suitcase only because I'm by myself. I cannot handle two giant suitcases everywhere I go. So all my travel essential pieces have to be able to multitask. And I only bring two or three pairs of shoes. I mean, people ask me, like, do you have a full closet full of shoes? Like those you see on the celebrity closet? Yes. (laughs) I am the opposite. I added and added and added because I think my life will be much more colorful, enjoyable, and fun if I get to travel and see the rest of the world instead of just staying in my closet. <laughs> that is true. I think I need to take some uh, some lessons here from you. Um, <laughs> and because even, you know, it's, it's so hard because we... We live in this world of, of I guess, fast fashion, and we're, yes. you know, constantly like, oh, I need more, I need more, I need the the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. But there really is something to uh, slow fashion and just, you know, getting so much use out of one thing that you could rewear and rewear, but do it in unexpected ways. Yeah, and then you you asked a question. I mean, I jumped forward a little bit. You asked me, and I think a lot. It's like if you I could change something in the fashion and footwear industry, what would that be? And I think you just touched on it. There's so much fast fashion in fashion and the footwear industry. That is actually from the environmental point of view, it's wasteful. It creates so much pollution and so much waste. But from just our standpoint of view, is you have so much around you that you forgot that there's a lot more in the world for you. It's like you have so much baggages <laughs> that literally tie you down. <laughs> yes, yes. I was gonna say literally and figuratively, you there's a lot of baggage. Really, really, really <laughs> does. I mean, it's like, yeah, you can envy of the celebrity closet as big as their whole entire bedroom with hundreds of pairs of shoes and all the clothes. And you know, normal people have fast fashion, they buy and buy and buy every season, you know, they then they throw it away. It really is not the healthy um, uh, practice. You know, I would rather 
I would rather have the slow fashion. You curate a lot of the great pieces that's so well made. It's quality that you only not look good, but you feel good. And you keep it not only for yourself, but you can give it to your daughter. And then your daughter can give you to your granddaughter. You know, you get so much use out of it. It's multitasking. You take on trips years after years. I mean, that scarf I have, I mean, I have it 10 times with me in Turkey. I have it another 10 times with me all over Europe. And then I take it to Morocco. I mean, it will stay with me for like four or five years. And finally, I lost it. I couldn't believe I was so devastated. You know, that's actually the behavior that I would love to see change in the fashion and the footwear industry. I couldn't agree with you more. And speaking of quality and speaking of something that you could wear and rewear, I'm very fond of the Lake Como cardigan in cream. Um, it also mm -hmm. comes in black, right? I believe. Yes. Yes. Okay. And it, and it's made of a hundred percent wool and yes. just it's, there's great details like the black stitching. And oh, yes, it's beautiful. Great details. If you actually could see the buttons on the sleeves, you know that the button is just like a jewelry. It's a, it's a design of an evil eye. It's um, evil eye is actually um, like a symbol in Turkey. In, in the Ottoman Empire, you will see if you travel to Turkey, you will see that evil eye motif almost everywhere they sell as um, souvenirs. Um, it's, a, it's a very unique kind of a design. It's on the button of our um, sleeves. And that's how much detail that we put it in. That little button can be an earring for you if you actually want to. So it's not just the whole design, but it's the detail as well. And it gives off a great, what do they say? How do they say? Comme des garçons vibe? Comme des garçons, yes. <laughs> Comme des garçons, just like a boy. <laughs> you say it, you say it much better than I do. <laughs> no, we say it, you say it all right. I definitely understand what you meant. <laughs> so yeah, it's um, Comme des garçons, it's just so easy chic. Do you see yourself in the future including more apparel? I see myself including more essential travel pieces. If that essential travel pieces work into my travel suitcase, one suitcase for 30 days, that kind of suitcase, then oh. probably yes. <laughs> it has to be that edited down that I think I, I have to have it for all my trips. I can take it and use it multitasking and I can wear from day to evening and then and some, then maybe. It has to serve a purpose. And to me, it's all about less is more. And you know what? I mean, I really commend you because I do think that your brand, Anyulu, it's so, it's important to, you stick to your niche, you know, you stick to what you love and you stick to your passion. And I think that that, um, you know, really carries through. It's important because people know, like, when they come to you, this is, this is what they're going to get, you know, yes. and this is what they want. So <laughs> yes, I, I said that. I mean, I cannot be everything to everyone, but I want to be the source of those really great edited down great essential travel pieces when you come to see me. And whatever that may be, it could be a, a pair of great shoes. It could be a very versatile um, scarves. It could be a really great knit that you cannot live without if you live in the Bay Area every day, 365 days a week, a year, <laughs> layering. So in terms of the future, um, what are your goals for, the, for your brand? What are the 
I would say my goal to my brain is just as you said, we create beauty without pain. We want to have a luxury that you can feel it with every step. If it's a great item, it's a great product, it's a great piece of, it's a great um, piece of scarves, cardigan or shoes that you can feel it comfortably with every step you take everywhere you go. It's um, really is our, our um, brand promise, luxury, feel it with every step that you feel like you are protected, you are taken care of, you're comfortable, you're relaxed, you're full of joy when those items are around wherever you go. Well, I am very excited, obviously, for the future of your brands. Um, I think that your story is amazing. I love how passionate you are, but how you just want to be there for, you know, for the women out there. You want to support them and you want them to be comfortable. And it's just an amazing message, an amazing story. So thank you so much for you know joining us and if anyone wants to uh go on and check out your website i urge you to um it's anyilufootwear.com is that correct it's anyilu.com simple An- six letters anyilu.com oh, perfect amazing and thank you so much again your story was so inspiring thank you very much and keep in touch and i hope you enjoy the fanny Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Fashion Detour. I'm available for personal styling and personal shopping. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you can always reach out to me through my email, michal at thefashiondetour.com. And on Instagram, you're welcome to direct message me at The Fashion Detour for any of your shopping and styling needs and questions. Thank you so much and have a great week. Let's just break it down to you and me uptown.
Misplaced, and I'm gonna tell you. 